The Pat Kenny Show on News Talk. Thanks to SpiritMotorGroup.ie. With secure online payments, buying your next used car has never been easier. With Spirit Motor Group. Now, garden centres are set to reopen around the country on Monday after a six weeks closure. Horticulturist and graduate of the National Botanic Gardens and member of the Horkin Garden Centre family, Porik Horkin, is on the line to talk to us about all of this and to answer your gardening questions. Porik, good morning. A very good morning to you, Pat, from a sunny west of Ireland. It's absolutely beautiful here. I'm delighted to hear it. And uh, the garden centres uh, had been doing a lot of them online order, ordering and so on. Uh, but now they'll be opening. From your own family's perspective, what difference will your protocols be in the new norm? Well, Pat, we've been extremely busy with, with our online business and also with the phone and collect. But as customers come back to the stores on Monday. It'll be the normal protocols that we had just before closure. And garden centres were one of the were one of the businesses that were the last to close. So we were well used to social distancing and hand sanitisation and and all of the measures to make the environment safe. And of course, garden centres are so large, Pat. It is very easy for us to practice good social distancing within the the stores. But there's a lot of pent-up demand, a lot of people looking for plants in particular, and uh, there's still a tremendous amount of gardening still to be done, Pat. It's still early days, really. Okay, Uh, and, uh, you know, you want to get us uh, doing our hanging baskets and uh, all those summer flowering bedding plants and all the rest. Um, Things that you can grow to eat. too late for starting your tomatoes or not? Not at all, not at all, Pat. And, and you know, we're still only in mid-May. We've got a good six months of gardening yet to do. So as you come back into the garden centres on Monday, you'll f- still find lots of seeds and vegetable plants in particular available. And of course, tomato plants. And if anything, Pat, the weather has been quite chilly and quite cold up to, and even now, night we're having frost at night time. So it's too early to put out the tomato plants yet. So you've got still plenty of time to plant them. Two great varieties. I can recommend to listeners. One called Red Profusion. I grow it every year myself out on the patio. And another lovely variety called Shirley. So things like tomatoes, vegetables, all the kitchen herbs pack can be sown now. It's still perfect time for sowing seeds. If you want something to do with the kids, sunflowers and pumpkin seed can still be sown indoors at this time of year for planting out late in June. And all our salad crops, of course, as well, Pat, can be planted now. Now, before we go to listener questions, just one general question which affects everybody, and that is Irish Water's call to conserve water, to reduce our uh, our use of water. But of course, you need to water your plants. So what can we do? Well, you do, Pat, you need to water newly planted plants. But plants that are established for a year or or more, there's plenty of moisture still in the soil. So don't be out there at nighttime wasting water. Ideally, you can reuse water. So dishwasher that we use for washing the the dishes or bath water is perfectly usable on all our plants. You can also install a simple sprinkler system if you wish. If you're doing up your hanging baskets and containers, use the swell gel granules. They store water and release it to the compost. And an easy way to water many plants, particularly if they're tubs and container, is is to put a tray or a saucer underneath them. So it's collecting any water as well. So do be conservative with water. We're we're looking at a prolonged dry period for the next 10 days. And so certainly 
uh, water newly planted plants, but do conserve water at the same time. Okay. Now we'll try and plough through these quickly. Uh, how do I safely remove a sycamore self-seedling from the middle of a very old moss rosebush? That's from Kieran in Shankill. Well, it's it's quite simple, and lots of uh, lots of trees are seeding at the moment, both ash and sycamores. You'll find with sycamores they tend to be surface rooting, so a sharp spade, just put it under the root, give it a good scuffle, and you'll be able to pull that sycamore out. I planted out my sweet corn and courgettes two weeks ago. They were flying, got a bit of frost before I covered yeah. them. Are they dead or is there a chance they will survive? That's from Claire in the Midlands. And that's a typical path at the, at the moment. Frost is evident at night time. Potatoes have been damaged. Courgettes will be damaged and tomato plants. You need to cover them with fleece. If, if there's any green growth on the plant, then they should emerge out of that. But it's too early to put out any tender plants yet. They're, you're better off leaving those till June. So keep them inside for at least another two weeks or keep them covered at night time with some garden fleece. Eileen in Wexford, can you ask Porrick if he's any ideas for an evergreen trailing flowering plant that I could put in the top of an old milk churn? Then if I was to put some circular holes in the sides of the churn, what might be yeah. suitable to put in those? I can see what Eileen wants. I, it's a beautiful, I, I actually have a beautiful plant called Campanula Porto that grows off on the top of a pillar in my garden patch and it cascades down about two or three feet out of the, the top of the pillar. And that would be a lovely plant to put into a milk churn. So it's a plant called Campanula Porto. It's a perennial plant that comes back year after year. Another lovely plant would be the creeping rosemary. Rosemarinus prostratus. It actually grows across or down a wall. It's evergreen, beautiful blue flowers, and you can use the rosemary in the kitchen as as a traditional rosemary plant. Mm. I've a peony, didn't flower the first two years, grows very vigorously, then dies back down. It has flowered the last two years, but not many flowers. Is there something I can do to encourage more flowering? Totally natural on peony roses, Pat. They can take up to five years to flowering. So what you just need to do is feed it now with a rose fertilizer or something like Osmo Pro 6. Give it a bit of fertilizer. Keep it well watered if the dry weather continues. And apart from that, it will settle into flowering. So peony roses, as they get older, start to produce more flowers. So it's only a matter of the plant settling in. It's still relatively young. Mary says, I have ground roses and they have numerous suckers as they also had last year. Why is this happening and how can I stop it? Well, roses are grafted. When you buy a rose, a carpet rose, you're buying two, two roses, actually, the rootstock and the top section of the plant. So the suckers are coming beneath the soil from the from the um, the actual rootstock. They need to be pruned out. Generally, if roses are under stress, if they're finding the ground conditions quite hard or they're not being fed on a regular basis, you get this suckering right at the base of the plant. So it's effectively plant plant the rootstock is trying to kick into growth at the expense of the actual flower carpet plant. So remove any of those suckers, that's important. Feed roses now, put on the rose clear as well and repeat that a month from now and that'll keep them healthy and, and producing lots of new colour. I spilt uh, some moss uh, remover zero on my tarmac driveway. It's left a brown stain. I can't seem to remove it. Is there anything I can spray on it to neutralize it? No, what you'll find is that's a brown staining. It's created It's created from zero should be only applied, obviously, in grass areas. And when it spills on an area, it can leave a little bit of staining. You'll find over time, Pat, it'll just weather away. So the weather, the rain and the, the weather conditions will actually get it to back to, to normal again. So it's only a matter of, of leaving it for several weeks, probably up to two months, and the stain will start to, to fade away. 
I have a lot of ivy at the base of my copper beech hedge. It's beginning to creep up along the trunks also. In a more general sense, I've seen it effectively smother larger mature trees. Is it harmful to shrubs and trees? And if so, can it be eliminated without damaging the aforementioned shrubs or trees? That's from Aidan in Portlaoise. It can. And and ivy patch is is not parasitic. It doesn't feed on your plants per se, but it does compete with it for light and and for space. So it is important, particularly on copper beech hedging, to trim it at soil level. So cut the ivy at soil level. Once it starts to reemerge, you can treat it with SBK brushwood killer, just paint it onto the reemerging growth and that will kill the root off. Um, completely because ivy when it grows up through hedges or trees can create a lot of weight and a lot of damage particularly in winter over the winter period in high winds so it is important to remove it from ornamental plants a texter in north cork do we have native flatworms in ireland or are the ones i have most likely from new zealand uh, no, they're, they're, they're most likely to be from New Zealand, imported from plants that you, you buy in, in, in your garden centre. Um, and we're not really seeing a whole lot of damage from the New Zealand flatworm patch. They were reported to be eating our, our common earthworms, but earthworms seem to be still thriving. So it's not as problematic that, as we first thought many years ago. So they're just something to live with, really. I have dahlias that were starting to show shoots for the past two weeks. I covered them for the overnight frost, but they still blackened. Will they come again or are they gone for the year? That's important. No, they'll, re- they'll reshoot again. Dahlias have this great ability, even if they get a little bit of frost, they'll reshoot from the tubers again. Continue to cover them at nighttime with the garden fleece. That is important. And the same applies to potatoes, Pat. Anybody that had early potatoes that were above the soil have been licked with frost but they'll actually re-emerge again, they'll reshoot again. It's setting them back for maybe two or three weeks, but that's all. We have a beautiful Australia fern planted last summer. Its long leaves have started to go brown and drooping. Uh, some are green. Does it need fertiliser? Should I remove the brown leaves, cut them away? I'd hate to lose the fern. No, you won't lose it. Again, it's a little bit of frost damaged, Pat, a little bit of uh, early weather damage, cold weather damage. Feed the plant by all means. You can give it a liquid feed now. Um, So something like miracle Grow or Fostogen would be beneficial on the fern. But once we get into warmer weather, the new fronds will come forward and replace those damaged brown blackened. uh, These are plants that will survive bushfires and grow again. Absolutely. They're extraordinary. and they're deciduous, Pat. They do uh, drop their foliage in winter and it's only re-emerging now. And at this time of year, young growth is very sensitive to frost. We often see it on grisolinia hedging where you get that blackened new growth. But the plant is perfectly fine. It regrows out of that again. We'll do two quick ones now to conclude. Why is my strawberry tree shedding leaves from Eilish? Well, there's something wrong because it is an evergreen plant. It should be retaining its foliage. Um, so it may it, it has got some sort of a shock. Either it's got too dry if it's in a pot or container. It may have some pest damage on it as well. So it, it really, you need to investigate what's setting the plant back because it is an evergreen plant. It's native here to Ireland. It's very, very easy to grow as well. So now a small bit of leaf drop is no harm, but if a lot of the leaves, more than 50%, then the plant has got some sort of shock patch, either due to very dry conditions or a pest damage that's on the plant as well. But again, Um, feeding it should bring it out of that. And the last one, can I revive my dying potted bamboo? Yes, you can. It's very seldom they're dying, Pat. We generally get the questions, to how do we stop them from ramping all over the, the garden because they spread so much? Um, my advice is really to plant it outside, give it 
planted somewhere it can actually spread, that you can give it lots of space. But bamboo are so easy to grow. There should be no reason why it, why you can't revive it and kick it back into growth again. Porik, thank you very much. Porik Horkin uh, of the Horkin Garden Centre family, thank you very much for joining us. That's all we've time for. If you want to hear more from the show, download the News Talk app and you can check out our podcasts. My- 